0: Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people, whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer. From the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. I'm Sabrina and this is Trailer Talk and I'm very happy to welcome you all to this expanded kitchen table and to introduce you to my guests, Yvonne Gomez and Vance. They are my neighbors in the Town of Liberty, and I only met them recently at a Town of Liberty board meeting, and they made some public statements about what's happening to them where they live in Ferndale, New York, in the Sullivan County Catskills, And it touched me deeply. And I asked them if they would join me in this conversation because it was upsetting to me in the face of what's happening in my county, throughout my county, not only where I live in the town of Liberty, also in the village of Liberty, Thompson, South Fallsburg, Bethel, Um, There are particular areas where we're being faced with what I'm going to call reckless development. And I'm using that word development in a way to bring attention to what that can mean. And I'm learning myself what terms like PUD means, planned unit development. What's happened in my community, and, and this relates to people across the country, and I'm especially reaching out to people in small towns across America and in rural communities who are being faced with a kind of irresponsible development that puts a lot at stake. It means quite a bit to me that Yvonne and Vance are willing to speak to me because as we're having this conversation, their quality of life is being threatened in their home. And the idea of home, is one that I am reflecting on, and I'm asking my listeners to also think about what it means to have a home, to be in your home, to feel that you belong somewhere. So welcome, Yvonne and Vance.
1: Thank you for having us. Excited to be here today.
0: So why don't we begin with what you shared publicly at the Town of Liberty board meeting recently about what's happening to your home.
2: I guess uh, we could start at the beginning is uh, one day we're at our house and it used to be a tree-lined street and this car came slowly driving by and it kind of set off my senses because there's no other houses on our street. So when someone drives slowly in front of your house, it kind of sets something off. So I went out to talk to whoever it was that had stopped in front of our house he introduced himself and said i'm a developer and i'm i've just bought all these lots and i'm going to turn these into houses and don't worry they'll be cute little houses It'll, it will you'll love them they'll be great
0: when was this
2: april 2023
1: spring, yeah. spring of
2: 2023 yeah yeah we didn't know what to do but we did start sending emails to different people one being the town supervisor and and this is the town of liberty supervisor town correct of liberty supervisor Frank we contacted uh the realtor who was our seller's realtor for this house <laughs> because she's local and to find out information to see if we could possibly buy the lots that were directly across from our house and we were uh, shot down in that offer.
0: And what do you mean by that?
2: The developer responded and said, I'll
0: buy them out. Yeah, the I, I
2: buy them out. They don't buy me out.
0: Can you describe your home? You shared with us a tree-lined street. And I'll share my observation, knowing your road, Devaney Road, in Ferndale, New York, in the Sullivan County Catskills, and what my response to the kind of development that's happening. I'm wondering if you can share, describe your
1: home. Our home, I I find it it's adorable. It's um it sits just so on a quiet country road. It's surrounded by trees. Um, it's an old, almost a hundred year old farmhouse, so it's petite. You know, it it just it's surrounded by trees. Um, It has a beautiful landscaping. The previous owners, you can tell that they really put a lot of care into the plants that they grew. We have a pollinator garden, essentially. Again, it just sits so perfectly on this quiet country road. And one of the things that was so shocking and jarring when the construction started happening was that essentially they just cleared all of the land. They flattened out a landscape that was rocky and was hilly, and it's about four acres that they have started developing and are halfway through construction. It's so glaringly different from, it doesn't take into consideration the natural scene. You know, we're right next to a lake these houses that are being developed are, are really close to the road are massive, you know, and our house is sort of like almost being swallowed by, by what they've been, uh, these piles of rock and debris and dirt. <laughs> um, I don't know how else to kind of describe so, it.
0: I want to add that when you made a public statement about your upset about this kind of development, you pose some very important questions about what's happening with development. And I want to talk to you both about that, Yvonne and Vance. But before I do, I want to describe my impression of your home and your road, Devaney Road in Ferndale, New York, when I went to see what was happening after you both made your public statements. And what I saw, as you describe, was a rural country road with gorgeous wild land, with open space, with trees. That is also a home to wildlife, and it's part of an ecosystem. And what I saw was your 100-year-old farmhouse being overwhelmed by massive structures in terms of the height, the scale, the size that are in the process of being built that are directly across from this small narrow country road. So now you are looking at that. I saw land that had been cleared, leveled. I saw debris. I saw piles of rocks. So could you share with us what were you posing to the town board? What are
1: you asking of them? We always knew that there was a possibility that this land could be potentially developed at some point. However, the town has a comprehensive plan. There is a planning board. And when we started hear the rumblings of this development, we were extremely proactive. We went to the town we asked to see what was happening. We asked to see the drawings. And essentially we were just sort of brushed away, frankly. The I don't know how else to put it. We were just sort of like, mm, get out of here. Like we were told that the lots were grandfathered in, that they didn't need to go through the planning board. So there was no planning board process that would allowed for this to you know be reviewed and considered. In a thoughtful way, we were also told that they would be connected to town water, and we just recently found out that there is no water for these lots. The town, there's no town water for for this. So these houses are being built in a way that issues of
2: things get a little tricky because the grandfathered in thing that Avon had mentioned is that that's not a development, but it. It looks like a development, you know, everything that would make it a development, it, it it is, except that the town does not recognize it as a development. So it doesn't have to go through, like Yvonne said, it doesn't have to go through the planning board. Uh,
1: the the lots were subdivided in 78, but, you know, things have changed. We know so much more about proper land use, and that has the The fact that you know these they're now two family homes they're not single family homes they're two family homes so in a way one of the points that Vance made during the the town board meeting was how are eighteen families were no actually thirty two families
2: and I guess a, a sense of scale is also our our house is about thirteen hundred square feet yeah. and we're on an acre and a half and each of them is four thousand square feet footprint. That's just the bottom floor is 4,000 square feet with three floors on 0.28 acres.
1: So just imagine that sense of scale of like these like big three-story homes, including basement, Um, two family homes in comparison to our tiny little petite cottage, And then like completely flattened out, you know, around us. So, you know, and it just, again, it's mostly like the town didn't do their due diligence. And I, I'm comfortable making that statement um, because they didn't, you know, we received a letter from, from the town saying that the issue of water seemed to the developer would solve it. Um, ahead, and they haven't. They still don't know where the water is coming from. Um, at least we haven't heard anything around that uh, recently. So, how do you allow these houses, these two store, two family homes, being built when you don't know where water is coming from? And that, to me, is it's crazy. It's just uh, when I looked at what was happening there, I saw
0: how your quality of life has now been completely threatened. And that's your quality of life, then there's your investment, Uh, there's your making your home here, making that decision in 2021 to make your home in Sullivan County that's now been threatened. And then of course we are talking about land use as well, Uh, natural resources, water, you've mentioned, there's infrastructure issues that come up. And I'm just wondering, yes, I mean, how did this happen? And have you tracked any violations? Uh, You know, where are we now? And Vance, I'm going to turn to you because you also spoke.
2: The latest things that we found out is that they should have all been, if they were to be built at all, they should have all been single family homes. That's what they would have uh, the town uh, codes should have had them be, but the developer pushed it, double family, two family homes. And then on top of that, the town did not do follow their own code to enforce it and say, no, these should be single family homes. And when I talked to the town supervisor, it all goes back to this uh, a company called Fusco also. That is the one that should have been looking at these codes, and they're the ones that signed off on all this. They
1: they are the code enforcer for the Town of Liberty.
2: And the town supervisor told me, yes, they should have been single-family homes, but we're going to just let these double-family homes that are already uh, 90% built to to be built, to be con- finished, you know, and there's no repercussions, there's nothing...
1: And this is the... The the, what I it's sort of mind-boggling to me is that at most they could get a fine, the developer could get a fine. Um there is no real, you know, Fusco is assuming the liability of not enforcing the code appropriately, but there also there isn't um any real repercussion or any real way for to turn back this right like they're not going to undo the houses they're not going to turn them into single family homes they're not going to unbuild at the end of the day that was the responsibility of the town to to follow their own their own comprehensive plan to to follow their own code
0: you're mentioning the comprehensive plan which includes both the town and the village of liberty and because of awareness that's being raised around this issue of reckless development around explaining to the community what PUDs are and where there's some, uh, you know, let's say loopholes, where there have been some choices being made, as you're describing, that we could say fairly are questionable. And because of that, coming up will actually be a comprehensive plan meeting that the Town and Village of Liberty are having, and that is because of your voices, because of community members, my neighbors, who are saying, wait, wait a minute, we need to revisit this old comprehensive plan, yeah. because we need to define what a vision is and how to act responsibly to protect what is of great value in this county, which once it's lost, cannot be gained back.
1: Yeah, right, and. I feel like these developments are exploiting limited resources. And I agree. I think that revisiting the the comprehensive plan is is crucial so that the town administration, the, the town residents are on the same page, not to make it easier to to exploit this beautiful land that that we're surrounded with, that it's becoming um more scarce with these things, with these. Yes,
0: well, and to add to that, this is an issue that's happening across the country. Open space, wild space, our resources of water, clean air, for instance, are of great value. And they are of great value for a number of reasons. And so what's being faced here, of course, is being mirrored across the country and I think we know enough now to know how valuable uh, and important these resources really are.
2: I was going to add that we, when we initially started reaching out to town, people who work for the town, we thought that they were going to help us in some way figure out what was going on. And we really felt alone. And they, they, they just they felt like... They didn't have the community in mind and it wasn't until we met uh, community organizers that we actually felt like oh there's somebody out there to help us and tell us show us things that we can do because I would reach out to different town employees and say what can we do about this And I would, it was crickets as a response okay. And it was very frustrating because I, I started going to planning board meetings to see the process and I kept waiting for this project to show up at a planning board meeting on the agenda and it was never there and I kept going and that's when we found out they didn't have to go through the planning board and now when I go to planning board meetings it's especially like I get fired up because at the meetings Mm -hmm. when they discuss a project there's these series of questions that they ask well how does this affect the water how does this affect the aesthetics how does this affect this and that and they have to answer these questions and I get like livid inside when I hear these questions being asked about other projects that were never asked about this.
1: Avon. They essentially kind of paved the way for, for these two family homes to be built.
0: So can you share with me then Yvonne, what has this done to your quality of life? How do you feel? Can you describe what it is like to have your home threatened in this kind of
1: way? You know, I, and I've been thinking about that a lot because we're healthy. We still have a, a lovely home that we feel safe in. However, I never thought that home ownership was in my my life, right? Like just the idea of owning a piece of land um, is something that is ours, that we are taking care of together was so exciting and and you know when we bought this house we we would look at our backyard and and we would like look at each other and say can you believe this is ours and you know technically the banks but you know like this is ours this this is something that we are caring for and i i love our home i i again like i never thought that um that this was in the cards for me um and now it's just sort of changing and and change is natural, but it's just changing at such a rapid pace and in a way that doesn't align with what I thought it was the values of the town and what we've seen in, written in the comprehensive plan and the Village of Liberty and the Town of Liberty's website, right? So it's so upsetting. It's uh, We don't know if the quality of our water will be... The same because there's so much more water runoff. Or or
2: we'll have water.
1: Oh, well,
2: ha- yes. If our well is going to go dry from double family homes. Well,
0: right. Well, which, which has been noted already in this county because of this kind of irresponsible development. Right. Thank you, Yvonne. Vance, for you, how has this impacted your relationship with where you live, your home? What do you want to share with our listeners about what you're going through? Because Unfortunately, you are being confronted by this situation, but you are not alone. Others are going through this now and have already. And of course, you're sending a message out there because it seems you don't want other people to face this situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really affects the peacefulness of the area. Just all the trees that were there that were clear cut, it just will affect the area, the street. it was a it was it was a tree lined street. and now four and a half acres are going to have eighteen homes on them.
0: What so- about the investment in your home? It's something that has deep meaning. And as Yvonne shared, you both didn't imagine you could ever have a home together. There's also the economic side of it and the value of your home,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know what what this will mean in terms of the town right
2: I guess a a part of our our energy is just depleted I'm to be quite honest because it's we we were very uh, had a lot of energy about trying to save the trees and the trees are gone things are going to happen and it's honestly depleted us you know I, I guess we mostly just want to tell our story for future people because our, yeah. our our story is already told. There's nothing that we can do, so it really has, uh, yeah, depleted us. Is just, uh, yeah. You
1: know, I mean, uh, so, this yeah. this one very peaceful oasis because you know our our home is is an oasis, and I I want to believe it still is, but its surroundings have changed so dramatically that in some ways i can't look at my home the same way right it's um and i i still love it but but i don't know what this investment will be worth in in 5 years 10 years 20 years when there's potential for the town to overdevelop to um Leave us without water.
2: We've lost a lot of faith in the town officials to allow this to happen and no oversight. And it just worries us about the surrounding area that if it's happened here, it's, you know, wh- like, it, and it happens so fast, l- less than a year, that things would happen before you even have a chance to protest and to uh, make your voice heard in the community. The uh, structure's already built, and you can't. Yes.
0: I'm very sorry that you're being confronted with this. It struck me so deeply when I drove on your road in Sullivan County, New York, in the town of Liberty, Devaney Road, to see what you were being faced with. And as you say, uh, you're trying to share your story because you know you're not alone, and you're trying to prevent this from happening more what is your message that you'd like to share about what's happening to you
1: it is such an odd feeling to be kind of like the cautionary tale Um, I never thought I'd be in in this role nor I wanted to be honestly I just wanted us to keep to ourselves but you know be proactive show up to board meeting show up speak up um, to the things that matter to you. And I think we can all say that we, especially in the New York Catskills area, we're here because we want clean air and clean water. And that is really at risk to all of us, even these new new homes that are coming in. Resources are limited. Um, they're not infinite. And I would advise that, People do their due diligence. We we did ours, and here we are. You know, uh, still.
0: Thank you, Yvonne.
1: Vance.
2: I guess I'm going off of what Yvonne said. Do do your due diligence and go to town board meetings and go and see how the process of things are done before things are happening. And as I, I know that you you know we elect officials to to do these things. But that doesn't mean you can't go to the meetings and see what's happening and see what they're actually doing. After you've elected them, see what is happening. And we should know what's happening uh, and see how things are done.
1: Yeah, there are processes as elected officials. We need to hold them accountable. They're not making decisions in a vacuum. And... They see that they see that we're watching their, their actions, that, they're, that we're, we're listening in, that we're reading the newspaper, that, you know, we are talking to our neighbors.
2: It's, it's Supposedly, the last eight lots will be single-family homes, and that would not have happened if the, we had not spoken up.
1: And the community had rallied around it, right?
2: And said, hey, we're watching, we see what's happening.
0: And you mentioned a kind of solidarity with community organizers in Sullivan County and how that support has been helpful. And that makes me think of, of course, the entire county, because different towns and villages are being confronted with this. And as I mentioned before, this is something happening in rural agricultural and small towns across the country. But in this one, where we live and where we are neighbors, in the town of Liberty, this community organizing is making a difference to raise awareness and to point out the issues and what is of value and what could be lost in this situation. So I wanna thank you both for, as you said, you're in it so deeply now and you're depleted and you're seeing so much that's been lost with your home. Uh, Right now, but that you are coming forward to share your story so that, as you said, you have become this cautionary tale of of what can happen and what is already happening to you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. you. Yeah, no, we're excited to be part of the community. We, you know, but it's a long and I, I don't like using words like fight, but it is a long, long journey to. To continue this type of work and and connection and make connections with our neighbors for for the betterment of the town.
0: Well, I want to thank you both. This is not easy to talk about. Really, my breath was taken away when I heard you both give your public statement at the Town of Liberty board meeting recently. And when I drove down your road and I actually saw what was happening and how that would make me feel, how that would make most people feel if this was happening right where they're living and the infringement, really the the threat to the quality of your life and why you moved here to begin with. And I think that's really important to recognize, actually, because you are members of our community and it's important that we hear from our neighbors and that we do gather in care with what's happening in care and with organizing. So thank you. Thank you for joining
2: me. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having us. I've been speaking with Yvonne Gomez and Vance, my neighbors in the Town of Liberty in the Sullivan County Catskills, and we've been talking about what they are being confronted with right now with irresponsible development, where they live, that has encroached on their home and their quality of life, and they very generously agreed to share their story in the midst of what is, as Vance said, a depleting situation and also a painful situation. So again, I wanna thank Yvonne Gomez and Vance. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artel. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patty Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artel. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill, and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels.